Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, but you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're listening to us in the audio realm, consider using CastBox. Yeah. It's a fantastic podcast app. It really is. And uh, while you're there, uh, you can download it for free on iOS or uh, Android devices. Uh, look up Going In Raw, hit that subscribe button, and then leave us a nice comment or, or rude comment. I don't really care. Yeah, just comment. Good. Just comment. Just comment. It's good. good. It actually goes a long way towards helping Going In Raw. It really does. It helps boost exposure for the show oh, and really whatnot. Does. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. It's a great way to support Going In Raw as well. It's more of a uh, you kick us some money and we give you stuff back. Like, for example, today we got a, a, another episode of Post Show Yay or Nay. Mm-hmm. Where uh, today we might do because I'm not going to be here tomorrow. No, I am going to be here tomorrow, but not for. Post but show. I'm not going to have a. I'm not going to have a post show tomorrow because I'm leaving. Um, well, we can still have a post show tomorrow. Well, who? I Both of us. You're no, going to do it. I can do it. It can be like my goodbyes uh, post show. I mean, I'm going to like. I can't say what I'm doing. It will involve getting on a plane though. That's all I can say. Yeah, you've already said too much. I'm going to get on a plane. I might die. Stop. stop I might talking. die. Stop. Stop. I might die. Stop talking. Okay, because a plane goes way up in the sky. It's unnatural. Really is. Well, birds fly, and that's natural. So you could see the very last appearance of me. All you got to do, $5 a month on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Oh, boy. We're filming Matt Chat today, too. Yeah. If you want to get your face on Matt Chat, yes, $20 a month. Get your questions in by 2 o'clock Tuesday, today, we 2 can't, o'clock p.m. Pacific. We can't open up Matt Chat to, like, $5 patrons because, because we get too many. It would be too many. It would be too many. Too many. Way too many. Way too many. Way too many. Before we continue, Steve... Um, your the second half of your birthday gift finally arrived. It's sitting on your lap right there. 
Karen, the moderator. Like you're not even paying attention to me. Karen, the moderator, said not the day to make plane jokes. I know. Okay, man. Oh, yeah. I know. I was like, wait, did a plane go down today? No. Yeah, you a long time ago. Historically Ooh. speaking, that's probably not a good idea. Way to bring it down, Karen. I made you a moderator just, not to bring things down. Just open that. Gosh. It's, my, this is a birthday that never ends. It's a big birthday for me, 4-0. It's true. So I'm glad well, that there, it Where's the other part of it? Because I brought you something else today. Show that. Oh, the Rockstar? Yeah, that's your favorite. Heck yeah. Because oh, it's... Here's the thing. This isn't like an ad or anything. Rockstar, they've got this uh, recovery drink now. It's fruit punch flavored. It tastes exactly like fruit punch. Like, uh, what's like that? Hawaiian, Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch. Kind of, yeah. You love it. Did somebody talk to John Carl about getting us an ad deal with oh, Rockstar? I'll be all about that. Open that now. It's my present. Present numero dos. So I told you. You think that was actually going to do anything? I taped that to high hell, man. I just I just started touching it and it opened. Oh, wow. Why did you tape this shit out of this? Where because this I did it with the other one. And it was funny. You used to do that to me all the time, man. Really? Yeah. No, look at that. So Damn you're going to love perfect. this. Think what it is. Yes! Oh, this makes me so fucking happy. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. So guess. Yeah. Of all the people who are affiliated with the Mad Faction, this is a Jeff Jarrett shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am. So, oh, dude. I am. Mm, I'm so wearing this. Yeah. I'm wearing this, man. To the, to the thing. Oh man. This, thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh man. I'm gonna be so nice to you today, and maybe like the rest of the week. Well, you don't have to be just because of that. Oh, I'm so excited. I got a freaking mad shirt, dude. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. So did you see it on Jeff Jarrett's uh, Pro Wrestling Tea store in advance or did <sighs> I saw it there. I All had right. no idea that you were gonna do that though. Yeah, yeah. I had no because usually Pro Wrestling Tees takes forever to get here. Yeah. And that was like I feel like it still should have been like long like three more weeks. But man, no, that's 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 freaking it's great. Of all the people in, in Mad, of course, is in Jeff Jarrett's. Story. Yeah, I know, I know, exactly. What what am I affiliated with now? Mad. All right, let's get it. In. Ain't I great? Get it in my store. It'll sell gangbusters. No, ain't, you don't get any revenue. Ain't Mad great? Ain't Mad great? I because I, I couldn't find a AAA merch store of their own. No. No. I am so. I think this officially actually makes me a part of Mad. Does it really? I think AAA is that loose with their rules. Oh, wow. I mean, think about Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Like, you You're you up can, there with, with Conan and, and Juventud Guerrera. Hoovy. And yeah. of course, ain't he great, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I bring class to that organization. Oh, and uh, Teddy Hart. Teddy, there you go. Man, oh, Steve man. Steve Company right there. Well, yeah. You know, now I bring the preeminent pro wrestling podcast to the table. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm bringing right. class to the occasion. Yes. All right, let's do a quick uh, quick thoughts on Raw, then we'll do some Super Chats and get to the uh, detailed breakdown. I mean, as a go-home show, it's kind of what's in line with most go-home shows in that it wasn't nothing really exceptional. I feel like more things happened. I think there was, there, there was more things. Ha- I, I was okay with this one. You're all right because Leo Rush showed up. Yeah. I, I, I had to, like, really, really... Like, convince myself not to use Leo Rush for the thumbnail today. Not to go all in Leo Rush official, official on Raw. Um, so we can, we're going to talk about exactly what they're doing with 205 Live as it pertains to Raw. Because it's kind of an interesting approach. Drake Maverick still wearing that Authors of Pain gear. Looks goofy as hell. Drew Gulak still being part of the heel locker room. And I now. love that. Because that, Leo to me, Rush. What, did I, what, what did I tell you? Um, ages ago when Drew Gulag, the first time he said, I'm the preeminent, 
or I'm I'm the best submission artist in WWE. Best submission wrestler. Yeah, and he didn't, did, he didn't he didn't classify himself as a cruiserweight, therefore he can move freely from 205 to Raw or SmackDown. He was future proofing his job, and going. look at him now. I think I think you know they they probably have their here's, eyes on him. Here's what I find interesting about 205 Live: they tried showcasing the talents, in-ring talents, and competitors on there, but it wasn't in any sort of substantial way. It's just in like several men tag matches oh yeah now they're taking a different approach mm-hmm, yeah they're highlighting the personalities of 205 live on raw yeah and seeing that's going to draw eyeballs to the show i think it I seems mean, we're still a couple weeks out from seeing really if that's what the plan is you know completely um i do appreciate that be, the, the drew gulag thing i really like because he's obviously he's wrestler you know yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. just managing somebody um the Leo Rush thing with Bobby Lashley, I'm really looking forward to. I think that could be really cool. Um, so yeah, there was. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on. It was. It was. It was a, kind of a weird episode. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of. I mean, it didn't really come off that way. But there's a lot there's of weird. A lot of going recaps on. for, for storylines weren't even happening on Raw. Oh, there I were know. at least two or three with Charlie Flair SmackDown recaps. There's that one. There was AJ and Joe, and there was uh, Jeff and Randall. Yeah. They all had recap packages. Plus, the recap package more or less opened the show after Braun came out. Well, There's, it was really re- recap heavy. It, no, the entire thing was. It really was. I was actually kind of surprised because, like, I started watching it last night. I usually do this. I usually get into it about 5.20 or so. I'll watch it until 6 o'clock when Lacey gets back. And then we'll watch The Shield and then or whatever program we're watching. And then uh, I'll go back to it for the last hour, and then I'll watch the rest of it the next day. I'm all over the map with. Well, Raw. usually I watch. The, I'll watch the first two hours. Three night. hours is a lot. It SmackDown, is. I'll watch it from beginning to end and be fine. Yeah, no, no. Um, Raw, I watch the first two hours Monday night, and then if I have time, I'll save the last hour Tuesday morning. If it doesn't look like I'm going to, then I got to watch all three hours Monday night. Yeah, but there. I mean, there was there was a lot of that. I mean, there was a lot to like here. There, there okay, I'll put it this way. Like. I'll put it. There is there is there is some stuff to legitimately to to legitimately like. We got to talk about Bob Rude, man. He boy, that's if you thought that smile looked pained before, that he looks like he would want to be anywhere else. Well, I'm hoping that's all part of the storyline. Me too. That's what I'm hoping. Me too. Transition to strong heel. Yes. Anyways, get some super chats in, and then right. we'll do a full recap. I'll put it this way. What? Let me just in a nutshell. I thought it was a better go-home show than I think we've gotten used to, though. I'll oh, say the that. The bar is set so low of late for go-home No, shows. it has been. That's kind of what I'm saying, though. The bar is so low. So I think low. in that sense, it kind of filled my, fulfilled my expectations. Okay. Um, 20, I mean, like any episode of Raw, there's good and there's bad, and there's a lot that's in between. Yeah. And that this was no different. 22C Rossi. Thoughts on WB2K19 roster missing Ciampa, Cross, Kendrick, and many others. Ciampa's going to be in there. I actually am hoping that it's, it's, it's part of his overall heel persona. He doesn't want to be in the game. Um, so in theory, that works great, but I want him in the game. Wasn't he in last year's yeah, game? Yeah, he was. Okay, he's going to be in the game. But he wasn't the Champa we know now. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, mean, every he, year. He, I mean, he has theme music again, so he's, every he's quickly year, transitioning away from that. Every year, um, there's some, some wrestlers left off the roster. Um, some of them are eventually included in various DLC. Just some never show up in this. Yeah, summer, I mean, Nikki Cross was in it last, last year. She'll year. be in it this year. Brian Kendrick. 
Does he need to be in? Does he? I mean, he's sort of like now he's like lower henchman. He's like yeah, sub he's Jack Gallagher henchman. He's barely on the show. I like Brian Kendrick a lot. I do. Don't think he's necessary. But I, and he's kind of being underutilized. I'd rather have like a, a you know a historical wrestler like a Farmer Brown. No, Orville Brown. Zach Hollywood. Do you think the improvement in creative recently is because Vince feels threatened by the success of <laughs> All In? No, he probably didn't even know what Vince All In is. Vince doesn't even know what's happening on NXT. Yeah. He doesn't even know what's going on in his own developmental. I don't think he knows dick about all in. He doesn't. Josh Little, considering she... Oh, hold on. Should Renee be inserted into yes. the S.H.I.E.L.D. Sorry. story? I skipped ahead. No, I really love that they keep her... Dean should not be the character who's married there, I guy. I feel like there's one person in all WWE who can bring up their marriage, and that's Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. That is it. Yeah, I agree. Dami Ray, he says, hey, friendos. Skull Vikes, your next Super Bowl champs. Mike Hughes, defensive rookie of the year. Ambulances in the ocean says heading to work. You guys always brighten my day. The grind is real. Two sweethearty handshake later, friendos. Uh, Ao worm. worm, take this money, guys, and for all the friendos, including me, who might be affected by the Ooh, hurricane on yeah. the east coast. Please be safe. Yes, please be safe. Please, please, please. Apparently, please that thing is safe. literally this going to be the size of North Carolina when it hits North well, it Carolina. Like, yeah, the whole, all the Carolinas, all the Mid Atlantic region is going to get hit hard. So please be safe. Yeah. Um, Josh Little again, considering she's married to Dean, referencing previous question the eyebrow the vikings or the zach Ryder of the nfl go pack probably not a good thing joe juarez uh cmll's anniversary show is coming up should be worlds better than triple S. well it should be different it should be you know it might be an actual like a proper wrestling show but triple mania transcends all because it's not a proper wrestling show yeah. it's triple oh, wow. mania quiet wyatt well shit i just sent you the mad tea i got from lucha expo tea looks like hooventude made no. them himself Look, that's great because then i'll have a proper one and a gym one where i cut the sleeves off that's perfect yeah the more mad shirts steve the better will, steve will take seven mad shirts please i'll take them all i'll rep them all over the place it'll be great I'm so excited about that yeah uh guillaume halil uh halili sorry uh, that new spider-man game is real Buyer's Guide to Cryptid says, hey, hey guys, first super chat ever. I've waited so long to hear Undertaker and John Cena explain to Baron Corbin how to get over. Love all you friendos. Here's what you do, Baron. You gotta wear really menacing clothes and purple no. gloves. Baron. And beat Hulk Hogan in your first big match. No, listen to Mark. For the title. What you do. And then spend 30 years on the grind. And at one point, you're going to ride a motorcycle for like eight years. And then you're going to die again. And you're going to come back dead, man. And then you're going to wrestle until your hip falls off. That's how you get over Baron Corbin. I'll now put you down like a dog. (laughs) Sorry, John. Do you have anything to add? Uh, No, I don't. Mr. Blue 7, a lot of empty seats on Raw in the last hour. Oh, I didn't notice uh, that. Kyle Young, I can mail frozen uh, Lou Malnati's deep dish to going in Raw. That'd be awesome. Frozen Illuminati's. Um, Wittypedia, my son is getting his hearing Aww. aid today. So, uh, so can Ashley catch the stream? Have a good show and keep it real, Tell Tell your son uh, good luck yep. and, and God bless. That's so sweet. I love that. That warms the heart. I'm all about the little kitties these days, man. Well, Alabama. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's talk about the show. Yeah, so it kicked off with uh, this new faction, which I guess they're calling the Dogs of War now. I like that name. Yeah, it's, it's a not good bad. Look, I'll be honest with you, man. Okay, I can't always bring the positivity, but I, I think that Braun as this giant monster mastermind around all this chaos, and he's flanked by two, well, one stud and Dolph Ziggler, and then he's got all these other heels out there. Whether it makes sense or not, 
I think it's kind of cool. That makes sense. I think it's cool. Think Kevin Owens doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. And it, 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 I still think it makes Braun look a little weak. Because before, he didn't need any of that. He didn't need any of it. Yeah, dude, I don't know. But here's the thing. We've, we've gone over this ad nauseum. Adds dimension to his character, yes. And if he is some sort of evil mastermind, okay, I understand that. But there's ways that he can play evil mastermind without having to use the entire heel locker room to, to, to cover his butt against the shield. I'm not going to convince you. I understand that. I'm just laying out what I really appreciate about it. He he does a, mon, a maniacal. He does a really good maniacal laugh now. Yeah. He does a good maniacal evil smile. He's roaming around backstage, jacking everybody, looking for Roman Reigns all episode. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's fine. He took Charlie's microphone away from her, and he did the interview. And he did the interview. He went to the ring, waited for Roman Reigns, and yeah, Roman Reigns. Uh, Simone dropped him down through the floor whatever the stage stage um and i was kind of surprised well i mean we can talk about it then i guess but at the end of the show i was kind of surprised by how little reaction that spot got i know do they go it fell flat a little bit do they i mean are people kind of we got a lot of that during roman and bronze feud a year ago more than a year ago now are people just kind of oh it's like oh well it's sort of a staged area it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't really feel well, like I it. I think part of it, too, is part of the they thought that a uh, spot would be more dramatic and impactful than it really ended up showing. Right. TV. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, it looked like it was a set for something larger. Hey, but shout out to Roman for that freaking core strength, oh, yeah, right? Man. I mean, that yeah. was pretty crazy. I cheered just for that. Yeah. Some good squatting and, and deadlifting there. So, I mean, look, I get that you're not into it. And, and I, you know, I totally respect that. I kind of am. I'm going with it. I think it's kind of cool. I think I think that I, I personally don't see him as looking weaker now. I just think it's sort of different now. It's like it's like Hogan joining the NWO. He was like a you know a, a monster in the first place. Then you have him join up with Hall and Ash. It's like oh my god, what is going to beat this? What is going to beat that? Well, the Shield is. We know that Roman Reigns is totally going. Yeah, to. Yeah, we know that. That's part of the problem too. Is that there's yeah they might put some bumps in the road ahead of us. But there's virtually no drama in any of this. We know how it's going to end okay, up. Okay, man. Is there any chance? What's the, what are the odds in your head that Braun's going over at Hell in a Cell? Braun's going to pick up that Universal Championship. Foley's going to turn heel. 25%. That high? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Right on. That's a one in four chance. If it wasn't for Foley, it'd probably be about 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. My my sort of because I'm I'm with you. I kind of feel like there's a huge chance Roman Reigns uh, retains at Hell in a Cell. Uh-huh. It's going to be silly, right? Um, if they put that title on Braun now, one month after SummerSlam, at a relatively sort of low level pay per view, that might mean something. That might mean they're not afraid to sort of toss that title around here and there and have Roman actually chase something that is a bit more compelling than just waiting out Brock Lesnar. I understand that. The problem is they haven't really treated either of the world titles like that of recently. You're right. They haven't, which they, is why they, I don't think it's going to happen. They've been all about long reigns. But if they do, if they do, yeah. and I don't think it's going to happen, if they do, I'll be fairly intrigued. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, Dolph Drew and Braun come out. The rest then, of the heel locker yeah, room comes out. Yeah, most of the heel out. locker room comes out, surrounds the ring. They all talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Braun says... Shield, you are the hounds of justice, but I have my dogs of war, so I guess that's their name now. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Officially or unofficially. Maybe it'll have a cool shirt. Well, this is WWE, man. How many cool shirts do they really make? Bronze have been okay. If they get the same dude who did bronze. 
The little, I like the hands on the money in the bank briefcase. Oh, yeah. Because the hands looked all weird. Yeah. Wasn't They're like one. big sausage fingers. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, I wasn't in that one terribly. Oh, man, you're just poo-pooing everything today. No. You're all about, you see this mad shirt, and you're like, man, just give me, can we just start reviewing we just, AAA? Can we just watch Triple Mania can every just... Monday instead? <laughs> all about Triple Mania. Anyways, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. comes out to the ringside area. Um, they start beating up all the heels surrounding the ring, and then they uh, Dean produces a, a duffel bag full of axe handles. And they take those axe handles and start beating everybody up. When they started doing it, took me Corey Graves saying, oh, man, if you give them some axe handles, then because I was like, what the hell? are what, what is that? They're axe handles. Yeah, it would have been cooler if they were axes. Because, man, that'll chop down some, some foes. Like they're zombies. I mean, this, like, this isn't. Like right in the head. This of, isn't that kind of wrestling, man. What kind of wrestling does include that? None. Like CZW? None. Not even yeah. that. No? Well, maybe. That one know. where that dude got hit by a car in the backyard? Yeah. Uh, Gribby. Yeah. Did you see that one where, uh, oh, who was it? Shoot. I think Sammy Callahan uh, clotheslined somebody while he was in the backseat of a car. Yeah, it was MJ. Yeah. yeah. No, it was Janela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clothesline MJ. Yeah. That's what it was, yeah. That was, that was awesome. pretty funny. That was the car's going to be like six miles an hour. Yeah. It was great. Anyways, uh, the shield hit the ring with the axe handles. They, uh, they rough up gender pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dogs of War, Braun, Dolph, and Drew, they leave, stay on the top of the ramp. Wait, so are they exclusively the Dogs of War? Yeah. Or is every like the heel the rest of the heel locker room? They're not the Dogs of War? No, I don't think so. Okay. They're all henchmen. Kevin Owens is a henchman now. No, he had a big promo last night. I don't care. He was ringside. He got beat up not inside the ring. In that segment, he was a henchman. Well, he's doing double D, picking up a little extra money as a background extra. Maybe. But then he had a big old promo where he no, said he has carte blanche. That was great. He should not be out there ringside. I agree. I agree. But he's there. More he shouldn't. Ke- be. Are you going to say more Kevin Owens isn't better than no Kevin Owens? Well, I, 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 more Kevin Owens in a sensible and logical storyline is better. Him out there doesn't get beat up. It's not better. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you just use the word sensible and logical? Yes, I did. What are we talking about today? I know. We're, I understand we're talking about WWF Raw. Right. WWE Raw. Nonetheless. <laughs> are we talking about Warzone? <laughs> yeah. Raw is war. <laughs> Uh, oh, next, we had a God. little brief backstage video of the Bellas entering their locker room and it had been trashed by Riot Squad. Okay, this is where I'm going to turn into you right now and just be negative. Why are the Bellas? Because they because mm. WWE considers them mainstream crossover stars due to their reality show, and they're all building. They're, they're going to be around to build up to Evolution. Okay, so uh, tell me this, Nostradamus. Mm. Are they going to be here after Evolution? Maybe for a little bit. Uh, and then they're going to be gone? I don't know. Read your tea leaves, man. Uh, inconclusive. Damn it. Anyway, so yeah, the Riot Squad trash the Bella's locker yeah, room. That's what they do. Spray painting some stuff. They're just a nuisance, Riot Squad. Yeah. I mean, really, they take that up with like the building manager, right? Well, you should take it up with HR too because they're employees at WWE. They're freelancers. I don't think they have to adhere to any HR standards. For freelancers can do what they want. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure there's an HR department at WWE. <laughs> seemingly fairly that's a recent thing yeah uh, uh, so anyways next backstage the shield are face to face with a line of police officers they're arguing mm-hmm. Baron Corbin comes in and says alright stop it um, you guys shield get out of the arena if not uh, I'm gonna get have you arrested and then you gotta vacate all your titles give me your axe handles give them up now what where are the axes on axe handles? Why do you just have handles and not axes? Did you hide the axes? So anyways. Anyways, yeah. that happened. They said, all right, 
Seth was the one that said, all right, we'll do that. Fine, fine, we'll leave. And Rowan had a stare down with one of the police officers, and then they left. Ruby Riot uh, then uh, got beat by Nikki Bella, and yeah. uh, I wanted to throw up at that point. It wasn't a terrible match. So Nikki is, uh, of the Bella Twins, Nikki is the better wrestler. I don't care, man. Bella should be putting over Riot Squad. Who asked? Somebody asked me this. Well, somebody, maybe, somebody maybe after Evolution. On Twitter. Because they they're building up the Bella, especially Nikki, if she could be taking on Ronda Rousey. She needs to get some wins together. Can they please start booking Ruby Riot strong? I really like her. Her and Ember Moon, man. Yeah, man. Just build. Ember Moon wasn't even on TV last night. Build your entire show around those two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. women. They're great. Somebody mm-hmm. asked me that. Somebody said, shouldn't Nikki Bella be the one putting... And yeah, I believe so. If they're going to get into a feud over a tagged up locker room or dressing room, whatever it is. Yeah. Dressing room. Yeah. That was kind of silly. Um, but totally expected. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to, they're going to book her super strong. That's oh, yeah. fine. She's a lot of money for them, but still it's kind of annoying. You can look, but you can't touch. At least like you said off camera, at least it wasn't Brie Bella. <laughs> I didn't say that off camera. <laughs> Miss ring rust. You said, God, she's terrible. That ring rust. I didn't say that. And I was like, dude, ease up a little bit. And you're like, no, I didn't say any of that. No, I said, Brie showed Never a bit see more again. ring rust than Nikki. Yeah. Based on their last two performances. But I didn't say you any said of what she's said. garbage. Didn't say. didn't say that. I was like, wow, dude. Didn't say any of that. Jeez, man. You did get negative real quick. It was pretty rough. What you were saying earlier. Didn't say any of it. <laughs> Nikki won with the rack attack 2.0, which is yeah. a terrible name anyways. So, yeah, Ruby Riot, who's a million bucks, lost to Nikki Bella, who's garbage money. I feel like I'm going to be a lot more relaxed when you're not around here for a few days. Um, yeah, man, I agree with you. You probably should be. I'm about to take a sweet vacation. Kind of. Next, Drake Maverick and Authors of Pain backstage. He's still he's he's minus the vest, but he's still more or less in the same getup. Yeah, I thing. know. I, I was so hoping. So I saw he was wearing like a black tank top. He looks like a little kid. And I was like, oh, wait, is he just wearing, like, is he going to have, like, some jeans or something, looking like Dean Ambrose? But no, they, they, they came out, they panned out a little bit. He has the knee pads and the car, yeah. the, uh, the camo cargo uh, pants. And we called this last week because, you know, Vince probably finds out hilarious. <laughs> Especially at the end of this little thing. He gave, a little, he gave a little pep talk to Authors of Pain, at the end of which Authors of Pain were getting hyped up for the match, and he's oh. standing there smiling. No, he did. He was like, don't let them treat you like that. That you you the best. Don't let them treat you. And he had kind of a mean face on. And then they were like, yeah, they did this stuff. And, and they turned smiling. around. And he went like this. He went like yeah. that. Like he busted out the smile. Like I it was know. Big, big. It's so bad. It is. It's so bad. the The algorithm is simple, man. Put him in an Ellering esque suit. Menacing. 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 Oh, God. So I'm telling you. Like the least. Drew Gulak with Authors of Pain put Drew in a suit. He, said, he, 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 bring, he comes out with AOP to bring about a better raw tag division. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, but here's what I don't like about that. Then he'll be stuck in manager guy. Now, now well, I, don't think, I don't think Leo Rush is going to be stuck as manager. I guy. hope not. On Raw, he probably will be. I hope not. God, I hope not. Um... But yeah, and even I'll be honest, man. Even even making it Drake Maverick, he's so antithetical to what the AOP really is. Yeah, no, you know, he's so like charming and little High guy. Energy and, like he should yeah, be yeah. at a club somewhere, yeah, yeah, dancing yeah. to some really bad house music. Yeah, but he's not. He's hanging out with. There's these, nothing menacing about him. No, he's the least menacing person. Whereas 
Paul Ellering had that gravitas. Oh man, he like he could play Lucifer himself. Yeah, man, the devil. Yes, Ugh. the devil. What's going on there? He had some lint or something some flying in the weird air. Weird little. So next was the authors of Pain taking on Ronnie Ace and Nathan Bradley. Naturally, I love, I love these guys. Man. Oh, they were great. They were awesome. Naturally, not much of a match. Authors of Pain pick up the win with a super collider. Well, yeah, they were super jobbers. Oh yeah, these weren't like the debuts of some new hot act from no, the honor. And that super collider was stiff. Yeah, it was. Oof. Yeah, it Oof. was nasty. Oof. It was bad. So, yeah, they got messed up. Yeah, Drake Maverick was all... I mean, it's funny because, like, they just sort of restarted what they were doing in the first place with Authors of Pain. Just hopefully this time, because Drake Maverick's around, he's not going to let them go down the main event. Mm, I don't know if that's the, the... I don't know if that's the algorithm. Oh, you think they're going to go back to main event? No, I don't think Drake Maverick is the ingredient necessary to, to freshen them up on Raw. Um, it's just not a good fit. Yeah, but I mean, what are they going to do, though? Drew I mean, they'll, they'll probably have. <laughs> that's not what they're going to do, man. No, but that's what they should do because it's a great idea. I agree with you. Well, kind of. I kind of disagree. Um, so are we going to get like an AOP revival feud, maybe? Like what, the, the tag oh, titles are going to be tied up between either the Dogs of War or the Shield. Or the Shield. I know, for a while. For a while. Yeah. That's going to be a thing. Yeah. So what are they going to introduce some mid-level tag titles no, now for the rest of the division? They're not going to do that at all. So they're all what are they going to do? Is Drake Maverick going to be on the line? Biding their time till that all clears out. Are they going to turn Drake Maverick into a title? Is he going to be in a shirt cage? He's small enough. Just put him around. Well, for Authors of Pain, but maybe not for the Revival. They're a little shorter. They're tiny. Well, they're not tiny. They're they're like my height. Not tiny. Average. I think they're, some, they're shorter. Yeah, than I don't know about that. They're shorter, man. Uh, next, we had something we don't see on Raw very often. Video recap for a SmackDown storyline. Yeah, that was a little weird. And it happened a couple other times during the show. This one was, uh, of course, Randall Orton, Jeff Hardy, Hell in a Cell match. Um, I mean, it was well done and all. But I just kind of feel like if there's a brand split, there should be a brand split. Yeah, I know. But at the bottom line is SmackDown's ratings are crap. So they want to try to boost ratings and get more interest in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, maybe. I understand that. It, just, it was weird because the show was already so recap heavy and this toss in three more recaps. Oh, man. I, I don't know if anybody's done the math on it. Does anybody ever do, like, the actual math week to week on Twitter, like, breaking down? This is actual content. Even if it's promos, not recaps. Promos. This is actual content versus commercials and... Recaps. Recaps. Well, I'm sure it's easy to do if you have the time to do it. You have to catalog the time. Uh, I mean, like, as soon as the pay-per-view is over... Well, if yeah, match if, times for a pay per view. If it's up. your stated goal to do that, sure, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Does anybody actually do that? I don't know. I want. They do know. it pay per view, so I want to know, man. Um, after that, uh, we had a line of police, the same one from uh, same ones from prior, um, guarding the arena. I guess limo pulls up. Out comes Triple H. He, looks, he has arrived. Did you see? He was like scouting the the officers. They might be the next NXT guys. Yeah, you know, he's and like he he's looking at them. Yeah. You know, he was, he was, he was so like, he so wanted to go up to one of them going this, but he didn't. These guys have been securing their lives for this moment. (laughs) Securing their lives for this moment. (laughs) You know, I've been securing a spot for them at the greatest NXT place ever. Anyways. Next, uh, he came out to do a promo. They're finding funny that Shawn Michaels could get under the skin of The Undertaker by saying, I'm going to win. At this age, we should be beyond all that. I see all the comments on the Twitter and my YouTube comments, and I just, at this age, I'm past all that at this time in my career. Except when it came to The Undertaker. But The Undertaker gets 
emotional over something HBK Shawn Michaels says? Well, I'm going to do this. Well, he says, <laughs> I say this out of a little bit of respect I have left. Undertaker, I'm going to put you down. I'm going to put you down like a dog. It's funny because so, yeah. Undertaker never said that in his back and forth with HBK. I don't think he said like a dog. Yeah, he did. I think he just said, I'm going to put you down. No, he said like a dog. Oh, he I said, didn't. I put Triple H down like a dog like three times or something like that. I swear to God, he said like, if he didn't, man. My he, mem- he didn't say that in the recap package they said they they put on, they showed last night though. Oh, well, that was a recap package. I he understand. talked for a good like 50% more than that. Um, no, he totally, look, if he, if he totally didn't say like a dog, then my, I am beyond repair. You need to start worrying about your future with this show. Oh, I kind of do already. Because I'm going to start doing these recaps. <laughs> well, you know, remember, remember when you start doing these We recaps. were doing the all in recap. Yeah. And you were like, no, there was no lyrics to Stephen Amell's song. Yeah. There's a couple people in the comments said, yeah, there were lyrics. No, there were lyrics. But, but they, they said, they said it was, it was the full song. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. We should go back and listen to That's it. That's fine. Solid. It totally wasn't though. At least live it wasn't. They might've did something different for the broadcast. I'm telling you, man. I might have. I might have. Did I? I did. Probably didn't put it in the in the vlog. I'm telling you, man. I'm tripping. Hey, hey look. If, if I'm wrong about all that, dude, you need to really start putting your resume out there because this show's gonna tank, or it's gonna get even better because they're gonna say, "What crazy shit is Steven thinking of this time?" It, but that's short lived. Yeah, maybe. Could be like an ex viral sensation. Steve going crazy on Raw again. That's short lived. Yeah, man. Anyway, viral videos very or viral videos. On channels viral, rarely lead to longevity. Viral videos. There is a lot of syllables there. People love seeing people get crazy, man. Anyways, uh, next. Anyways, after that, uh, we had uh, the Raw Tag Titles defended. B Team get the rematch, taking on new champions Dolph and Drew. This is what we call a formality. Yes, very much so. Yeah, because there even was... Curtis Axel when he's doing the B Team, B Team, go go go, looked like he was going through the motions. It's like, I know I'm supposed to do this to get the crowd involved, but I know it's going to do no good because we are so losing. So, dude, I know we've had this discussion about, so, for example, Roman Reigns. Uh Uh-huh. Like, he's getting a fat paycheck. Oh, yeah. What does he really care if this Universal Championship thing just keeps on being put off? And you seem to think that, yeah, he probably cares a little bit. And I'm like, I don't really think he cares. These guys being as low on the totem pole as they have been, yeah, they got to care a little bit, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. they they have their, brand new theme music, especially for Bo. This is like the closest brush he's had. Well, this is the only gold he's had since he's been on the main roster, right? I mean, Axel's former IC and tag champion, yeah, but, but that went nowhere. Yeah, to have like a basically a brand new gimmick that you've been doing for like a couple weeks, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. right? And then that's all just scrapped because all of a sudden Vince wants to go in a different direction with the tag titles and include them in the main event scene. Yeah. Man, that has got it. And did you see Drew? Number one, he looked great. Oh, yeah. But when he, when he, they did the Claymore uh, zigzag yeah, 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 game yeah. or whatever it is, and Drew pinned him in like the least forceful way possible. Oh, I know. It was an, and all that just to set up. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose after the match attacked the Dogs of War. Yeah. That must be so disheartening. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I would think so. Yeah, I think it would be. At least Roman knows when he's not getting that universal title, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, I know. I know. You know? Oh, he forgot to do that. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Anyways, we got some business to take care of. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned uh, Drew Pinbow after. 
Drew and Dolph hit their finisher, the Claymore zigzag combo. Mm-hmm. Shield comes out. They go after Dolph and Drew, mm-hmm. attacking mm-hmm. them. Yeah, dude. Anyways. Uh, before we continue, we've got some words from our sponsor, 4hims.com. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards, Larson? Any bald spots yet? If there are bald spots, you're not alone. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. And the thing is, when you start noticing hair loss, it's too late. So why turn to weird solutions or do nothing? We can turn to medicine and science. Forhims.com mm. is the one-stop shop for men for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Only prescription solutions backed by science. And it's easy. Answer a few questions. A doctor will review your order and products are shipped directly to your door. That means no awkward in-person doctor visits or waiting rooms. Save time by going to 4 And now, listeners of Going In Raw can get a trial month of, of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash G-I-R. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-I-R. Again, that's 4 slash G-I-R. Thanks to 4 for sponsoring today's show. And it really helps Going In Raw to check out their products at 4 slash G-I-R. After that, we had Baron Corbin backstage. Seth and Dean show up. Baron Corbin sort of admitted that he was the guy who got uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. arrested last week. Yeah. And uh, Seth then threatened Baron Corbin uh, with filing a false re- police report, said he was going to get him arrested by his friendo, uh, Mr. Sheriff guy. Yeah, 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 for the local parish. Yeah, and then uh, the dude started to read the, the old Miranda rights. Yeah. Have you ever had Miranda rights read to you? Never. No, you were in the back of a police car. Don't want to talk about that. Back in your, They didn't read to you your Miranda rights? No, we hadn't been formally uh, anything. Oh, wow. Ooh. Mistakes of youth. Uh, anyways. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then uh, Baron, not wanting to be arrested, uh, says, Seth, can I talk to you in private? Yeah. So then Dean and the officer, the sheriff guy, they walk outside. And then you notice on the officer's little name tag, it says Ambrose yeah. G. Yeah. Like first name G. Like, so this is Gene Ambrose. Yeah, Gene Ambrose. Yeah. You would think that Gene and Dean are related somehow. Yes. So we brought in Gene Ambrose. <laughs> well, I'm, I assume it's not Gary. I assume, you know, it's got to rhyme with Dean. It should right? rhyme. So it's funnier that way. Mean Gene Ambrose. Uh, they start talking Did a little bit. Did you mention, bit. sorry, I was posting the question there. Did you mention that uh, when that segment started, Baron's like, hey, I told the S.H.I.E.L.D. not to come back here. Mm. And Seth and Dean were, were said, we're not the S.H.I.E.L.D., we're Seth and Dean. That was pretty funny. Roman's yeah. not here. Roman's probably out enjoying, uh, enjoying so, what do they say? Oh, something about, uh, something it, a hurricane, was, was it a drink on Bourbon Street of some sort? Yeah, it was like a chill Roman reference. Yeah, I yeah. Think they're going to come around to chill Roman. I thought they said a hurricane, which is a drink, but I could be wrong about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, so there outside, then Seth comes out and he's having talked to Baron. He's like, Hey, everything's good. I forget what he said after that. What did he say after that? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty and much it. there's a little bit more of an exchange between Gene and Dean Ambrose. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. And Dean says, next time I'm in jail, I'll give you a call. And Gene Ambrose said, yeah, cool. Yeah. And they were very obvious about it saying Ambrose. Um, and Ambrose said something else kind of funny to Gene. Uh, something like, uh. It's the, the first the, time. The speed limit should be suggested. Yeah. Not, you know, a firm thing, yes. Yeah, it's it was the first funny. time we've seen quirky Dean since his return, pretty much. 
Yeah, that's true. They're sort of dialing back a little bit on yeah. what we thought was going to be healed. And maybe that was just some foreshadowing for <gasps> long-term booking, Larson. Probably not. No, next we had Kevin Owens against Tyler Breeze. Not much of a match. In fact, it wasn't even a match because there was no pinfall. I'll tell you what. The match was, kind of ended yeah. when uh, Kevin Owens destroyed Tyler Breeze with an apron powerbomb. Oh, God. Always, Ow. It always looks like it hurts. I'm sure it does. It probably does hurt. Yeah, it's the hardest part of the ring, Steve. So then Kevin Owens uh, gets on the mic, which always makes me happy. And he says, uh, he says, part of my, he said, two weeks ago, I came out here and quit. Uh, but they were able to keep me around. He didn't really specify who you assume it's Baron and Stephanie. No, he said Baron. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, he said, but Baron called me and said, you know, come back. Baron recognizes talent. He's given me carte blanche, do whatever yeah. I want. Um, and he said the reason he did what he did to Bob Lashley last week is because he injured Sami Zayn. Yeah. Sami Zayn should be with him right now. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, keep in mind, this is still the Kevin Owens show. And uh, now I get to do whatever I want, whenever I want to do it. I'm hoping that leads to something cool for Kevin Owens. I hope I've been so. hoping that for a long time, yeah, though. Man. Doesn't seem to have it. Roman. Darn it, Roman. You need to stay alive, man. Anyways. After that, we had a, a video recap of the Samoa Joe AJ Styles feud. Why it's on Raw again? I don't know. You got, you know, it's, it's SmackDown it's, Live. It's synergy, man. It's synergy. And this is Raw. Yeah, it's synergy, though. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, next, tag match Bob Rude, Chad Gable taking on the Ascension. Hey, Jimmy Thomas here in Discord has a good point. Hmm. The teabag pin is the most disrespectful pin. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Even like, what's worse, like sort of teabag or when it's a little bit further and you get butthole pin? Like if your nose is here and butthole's here, I feel like that's worse than like if the butthole's up here and the in the teabag. No, I feel right like here. I feel like butthole in the nose area is the worst. That's probably the worst, right? Because that's yeah. where the doo doo is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're agreement on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, totally. Um, before the match, a brief picture in picture. Uh, Bob Roode, Chad Gable promo. Chad Gable is super excited to be Bob Roode's <laughs> tag team partner. Um, Bob Roode, somewhat less so, although he's acting like he's super excited about it. So, I thought that when he debuted as smiling, glorious Bobby Roode, that that was the most pained I had seen. This is doubly so. When he, when Chad Gable interrupts him with saying glorious and Bob Roode has to act like that amuses him. Yeah. He, he looks like he's dying on the inside. He does, but I'm hoping it's all part of the storyline because let's go to this match. Okay. As soon as the bell rings. Uh, Bob Roode is a legal man. Chad Gable tags himself in. Yeah. And quickly he gains the advantage. However, he is overwhelmed by Ascension. Uh, uh, Gable gets the hot tag to Bob Roode. Bob Roode gets the upper hand. Looks like he's primed to deliver a glorious DDT. Chad Gable tags himself in. Uh, gets the win uh, pinning Victor after the rolling German suplex. Yeah. So they're not on the same page. Right. Um, and after the Nonetheless, match, after the match... Bob Roode was is in a celebratory mood. Very enthusiastic, as was Chad Gable. Chad Gable was doing all of his mannerisms, too, doing this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope that they, they've given this to, to, to a lower-level WWE writer who wants to prove himself, who's quality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we have just the massive Bob Roode strong heel turn. Yes, I hope so. Just annihilate. My worry is that it's not going to be as impactful as it could be because, and this is no disrespect to Chad Gable because I think he's great, he's like way lower on the card. Like if Bob Roode had turned on a mid-carder or upper mid-carder. Like a Bob Lashley. It would have been pretty impactful. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm with you on that. However, here's the thing. And again, this might just be me being overly optimistic 
or going crazy, which is I totally think that's happening. Could be. My memory is just terrible these days. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Anyways, um, I, what I hope is he turns on Gable, and at that point, being completely comfortable with being a heel, because we know he can be, he will be able to bring the type of intensity that he needs to move up the card yeah. as heel Bob Rude, so. and it's not long before he's in sort of you know, a gender or above type positioning on the card, an Elias and up type positioning on the card as strong heel. That's my hope. Um, the, the cynic in me and uh, maybe even the realist in me thinks that that's not going to be the case and they're just going to continue on to be a really awkward tag team. Yeah, because somebody thinks it's funny, Vince. Yeah, because <laughs> somebody thinks it's funny. Oh, Next, Dogs of War backstage with Baron Corbin. Baron breaks the news that hey. um, that Drew and Dolph will de- be defending the tag titles against Dean and Seth at Hell in a Cell. Hey, and of course they're not happy about it. You, you have to. That's a top money match, and Stephanie it's the wants first pay per view that Baron is booked, and, he's, and Stephanie wants it to be a good show. And he's like, Braun, she wants you to have Universal Championship. Yeah, keep that in mind for later on. Yeah. Because Stephanie also has someone be a special guest referee in that match. Yep. Anyways, next we had tag match. Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Ronda Rousey and Natalia. Uh, th- I thought this was a solid go-home segment for yeah. this feud. It was all right. They made Alexa Bliss make it look a little stronger here. Yeah. She was, you know, almost she was killing that arm for Ronda Rousey. And then at the end. Going after the ribs, too. Going after the ribs. So Rousey and uh, uh, Rousey uh, got the, the win. For the team, yeah. making Mickey James tap out to armbar. Correct. Uh, and then as the ref held both their hands high, Alexa Bliss came in. Mm, big kick to the ribs of Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that manner, even though afterwards they played uh, uh, the Bad Reputation song, yeah, Ronda yeah, Rousey's yeah, theme. Yeah. In a sense, Alexa Bliss got the last shot in. Yeah. The math kind of. It's going to work in this sense. Yeah. I, I do. I'll say this, though. I do think this. I don't think this is going to be as... I think it's going to be an easy victory for Ronda Rousey. It's not going to be a, the squash it was at uh, the last show. That but. was a squash match. Yeah. It's. It, I think it would be difficult for them to book a squashier match than what we saw before. So, again, the bar has well, been set really of, low. Short of judo throw armbar. Yeah. 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 But, like, the last match was downright humiliating for yeah, Alexa Bliss. That yeah. whole, I'm going to sit here and let you do whatever you want, and I'm still going to destroy you, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, a Charlotte and Becky recap again from SmackDown Live. We were just on Raw anyways. Uh, she called her Charlie Flair. Yeah. Uh, next, Elias backstage with PA. PA gives him some tea. Elias spits it at him. Says, Spit takes are always funny. Yeah. Says, this isn't chamomile. How, yeah. how do you expect me to sing? Drinking this is not going to lubricate my voice. Yeah, man. And then we hear Braun yelling. He's looking for Roman. Mm-hmm. He picks up somebody backstage. Little yeah. tiny writer guy, probably yeah, a, yeah. probably a local, local cruiserweight. Yeah, yeah. Um, guy says, "I don't know where he's at." Braun puts him down, then comes back and then throws him on some road cases. <laughs> Doesn't put him down; he drops him. Yeah. That was kind of impressive, actually, yeah. for that dude to get dropped like that. And then yeah, he chucked him. It was pretty great. Um, then we had a Ronda Rousey interview. Um, Charlie this was asked good. her about this was good. her. Yeah, it was fine about yeah. her ribs. She says, "Even when I'm hurt, I'm still the best. I never back away from a fight." Even when she said, "Even when I've been injured, I still." Uh, I've never backed out of a fight because on my worst day, I'm still the best. Best. She didn't do this. That's what no. she should do. Yeah. The chef kiss. Yeah. 
Next, Elias came out, dropped a promo, um, talking some trash about New Orleans. Yeah. Said, uh, you know, why I'm looking at these faces and they all look kind of kind of salty, kind of angry. Oh, is it because the Saints lost? Yeah. And he says, I just talked to Drew Brees. He can't wait to get out of this town. It's pretty funny. It's pretty good. He's interrupted by Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. He comes out. Foley can still drop a great promo. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yeah, we thought so. This was going to we thought this was just going to be him you know, extolling the dangers of Hell in a Cell, um, which he kind of did. But then he also revealed that uh, while talking to Stephanie McMahon, um, she just, you know, he didn't want to just sit on the sidelines. He wanted to do something. He wanted to be involved. She made him, to cut a long story short, she made him special guest referee for Hell in a Cell. For the main event, Roman versus Braun. So we have Stephanie telling Baron that she wants Braun to be champion. We have Stephanie making Mick Foley special guest referee. So there's obviously two ways this can go. Stephanie puts Mick in, in, in the cell as ref to secure a win for Braun, or Stephanie does that thinking that's what's going to happen. Foley uh, uh, counts the pinfall, Reigns wins, creating a further storyline between Foley and Stephanie. Those are the two avenues. But then there's not a whole lot of build to either of those considering Hell in a Cell happened Sunday. And I don't know how involved Foley's going to be going forward. There's zero. So WWE does plenty of things that, you know, there's zero drama behind this. There's zero drama behind that. That's Mm -hmm. that's sort Mm -hmm. of par for the course, to be honest with you. It would be pretty cool if Foley turned on Roman and led to the Braun. It win. was Foley that that gave Reigns an earful for holding that the belt over his shoulder. Yeah, it wasn't on Mike, but he went to him and made sure he held it correctly. That would be, I mean, that would be something else if they referenced such a small moment. So I did. Uh, no, I don't think they're going to reference think it at all. Great if they did. I don't think they reference um, it at all. But is there any tack they can take where Foley basically gives the title? to Braun to try to is there anything in his history with Hell in a Cell that would make him turn on Roman but try to maintain it for good reasons try to maintain a face role for good reasons trying to protect Roman from himself or something silly like that short of uh, of throwing in the towel type situation yeah yeah where where Foley has Strowman win the match to protect Reigns in some sense. That's really the only way I can think. But boy, I mean, you know, they're not afraid to book Roman weak sometimes, but boy, that'd make him look super duper weak. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it involved like Strowman handcuffing him to the cell or something like that. And just being vicious. I mean, that's one thing that... Because I don't see, see Reigns taking a, a leap off the hell in the cell. That's not going to happen. No. 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 We're going to get that with Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> um... Gosh, we're going to get a, a swanton be, off the top of the cell, aren't we? Yeah. I don't want to think about it. Um, totally going to happen, though. I would be I would be pretty intrigued if, if they had... Uh, it's been a while since Foley's been like a heel. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be, kind of, I think it'd be super cool if they did. I'll put it this way. I do think, I do think that the sudden change of direction with the tag titles... The, the, the illogic nature of Kevin Owens being one of the henchmen, but still fulfilling a second role of being like, dude, who can do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do th- I do feel 
that there was some sort of sudden change in direction that feels definitive, that isn't just the status quo, that makes me think that maybe they are gonna go with a title, a title switch at Hell in a Cell. Because the, the, the change in sort of direction with Braun going heel, with the Dogs of War thing has been so sudden and so definitive at the cost of a bunch of other stuff. Like, did Seth is still the IC champion, right? Yeah, he hasn't defended that title he, in a long time. He's going to go for the tag titles now? And yeah. that the workhorse title is, like, not even existent mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm. Here's another scenario. Uh, Stephanie could have made a deal with Foley to reinstate him as general manager. Yeah. That could be at the same time. Yeah, that could be. But at the, Or co-general manager with Baron Corbin. Say, I mean, that could be one, again, we're reading maybe way too much into it. Yeah. But Baron Corbin keeps on talking about all the paperwork he has. Yeah, maybe it's too much for him. <laughs> right? He talks about that a lot. Um, and I don't know how long they want Baron to have kind of a non-wrestling role, which this has sort of brought him to. Yeah. So, I, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I like not knowing. I really yeah. like that. I like that we're not talking about, you know, oh, are they going to put that title on Roman again? The title's on him. Are they going to have the shield chase it? You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have some time to figure out my prediction for this. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of time. No, we're either going to do it later today or first thing tomorrow. So I've got some time. To a little bit of time. Um, anyways, next, Foley said uh, Stephanie um, was going to let him uh, kind of uh, be general manager for a moment and make one match for the night. Which, again, could be some foreshadowing. And so he made Elias versus Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, my DVR kept on being glitchy throughout this match. So I didn't see the finish. I just know that Finn won. Yeah, dude. He missed. Uh, uh, Elias got out of the way of, the, of a coup de gras, and then Finn rolled him up. All right. So he didn't even get, like, the, the joy of a coup de gras. He got a roll-up victory. Well, I just got. I, I would have had just color bars. Okay. That's what kept on showing up during this match, like, three times. You know, my PlayStation View DVR is so, like, like luckily, last night it was fine. But if I run it and let it and walk away from it, it'll like in, in like Modern Family or whatever starts playing afterwards, whatever airs after that's, well, Modern Family's before that's before whatever airs afterwards, even if it's like hours later and it's still going and a Modern Family comes on. I just know there's been times when it'll say I'll like the next day I'll go to like, oh, I DVR'd it so I can go back and watch it now. Mm-hmm. It'll be instead of three hours of raw, it'll be three minutes of modern family. <laughs> what the hell? And it's so shaky. Like I'll hit it to go like 32 times forward to go with like through a recap or a commercial and it'll like just sit there for like a good five seconds thinking about whether or not it wants to do it. And then just <laughs> after the races, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Finn's, Finn wins. Not a huge shocker. Woo-hoo. Next, Bobby Lashley's backstage working out. And, and, you, and I heard the voice. Here. And I was like, what? 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 Why is he here? Oh, it's so exciting. I hear, there he is. Bobby Lashley. Ooh, working out. Wow. He's great. Yeah. Small, small weights, high reps. That's how the, you do it. He's got the rib injury. Yeah. Small weights, high reps. That's how you do it. And it's Leo Rush looking great. It's the man of the hour in a suit, sunglasses. He says, who better to motivate Bobby Lashley than the man of the hour? And the man of the hour. And Bobby Lashley stops. He says, okay, could you please be quiet? He's like, takes his sunglasses off and serious Leo Rush for a minute. And he's like, I'm here for you. Trying to motivate you. And uh, Bobby Lashley's like, all right, let's get it. And then uh, he like gives him a big power slap on the on, on the, the back. back. I I love I really love between that and my favorite one of my f- Leo. If you guys aren't following Leo Rush on Twitter, 
he's a joy. There was the smoothie thing that he did with that developmental guy in NXT. Yeah. There was my favorite, his encounter with Keith Lee, when Keith Lee picked him up like a child. And he said, put me down, I'm not a child. That was Oh, so, so great. So good. Oh, man. So good. And then, uh, and then, and so Leo Rush is not afraid to make fun of being the smaller guy. And whenever the big, powerful guys want to be big and powerful around him and kind of check him and put him in his place, he's not afraid to go there. I love that. Yes. I freaking love that. So now we're going to have Leo Rush. So let's talk about this really quick. I know there's been a long episode so far, but let's talk about this. We have Drake Maverick. Uh, uh, managing the Authors of Pain. Now we've got Leo Rush managing Bobby Lashley. Yeah. This and Drew Gulak in a wrestling role, even though he hasn't wrestled on the yeah, show he, yet. He is a member of Raw Heel Locker Room. Right, exactly. I like this idea of letting 205 Live seep into the, the cream of the crop of 205 Live, mind you. The next step, man, I'm telling you. I want to see Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali as a legit tag team on Raw or SmackDown. Holy crap, that would be great. That would be so great. You need them and you need Buddy Murphy. Yeah, yeah, and there you go, and there you go. So it will be very interesting over the next couple of weeks and months to see what is the plan here? What yeah, is the no. deal with this? I mean, this? right now it definitely seems like they're they're highlighting the stronger personalities yeah, for right. 5 Live rather yeah. than showcasing their in-ring skills because they tried that again in, in kind of more in a really clunky way yeah because it wasn't really tied to story per se as more six-man tag matches exhibitions if you will yeah to showcase talent in-ring talent but it wasn't really connecting because it, it, it the, the crowd didn't know if it was important or not yeah and because it, it never was it wasn't it like never was so we'll see what, if this pans out next yeah. Braun interview but he takes the mic from Charlie and interviews her he says do you know where Roman Reigns is at <laughs> yeah and she says I don't think he's in the arena last I she, saw him. He was leaving. She, she tried to be helpful, though. Yeah. She said, well, maybe if you go to the ring and call him out, he will show up. That's a good idea. Thank you for your assistance. He gives the mic back to her. Walks to the ring. Walks off. So we get Braun in the ring. He calls out Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman obliges. He walks out to the stage. Braun meets him up there. They brawl um, all over the place. Braun sets up an announce table spot. Roman gets the upper hand, uh, hits a Samoa drop off the announce table, sending Braun and himself crashing through the stage. Uh, and that's how the show ends. Not as impactful as they probably thought it was going to be, but it was an impressive feat of strength. So in this respect, I guess Roman can be the, con- the guy considered standing tall. Yeah. But neither guy was really left standing. They sort of just destroyed each other. Yeah. Because Roman didn't climb out of the pit. No, no he no. didn't climb out of the pit do this. Right, he didn't do that stuff. Um but you, you could say that he had the upper hand in their last encounter. Yeah. To a degree. But I feel like this is a case where the algorithm isn't going to... The fit. algorithm doesn't make doesn't matter here. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. They, Roman is... Uh, somebody mentioned this also. Roman is such that he can stand tall and still win every single time. This this algorithm, it's it's transcendent. But I don't know. I mean, I like that, I like that I'm intrigued. I just have a feeling that I'm going to be disappointed. Because it's, it's not even... Yeah... Yeah, I don't. I don't see Roman losing this thing. But at the same time, they could uh, this Foley thing. They're throwing this Foley thing in there. That could be fun. Foley sort of being a heel and 
helping Braun. I don't know how, how how much he's going to be around. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of a major thing. Yeah. Now, look, they they've ne- they've never been opposed to having stuff not make sense even in the short term though. Oh, I know. He could totally be heal and then just not show up again. You I know. know. That, that's I know. A, that's a total possibility. I know. All right, but, let's answer some questions, Steve. Okay, sounds Daniel good. Daniel Morris, AOR, and be careful, friendo. We're going to get slammed too, calling for 9 to 12 inches of rain. <laughs> too sweet, friendos. That's undisputed. We said it before. Please be safe. If you're the mid-Atlantic region with this hurricane coming, be safe. If Well, here's the thing. If, if you get an evacuation thing, just evacuate. Get out of there. Just go. There's a $5 super chat here that's been retracted. Don't know who it's from. Don't know what it said. Message retracted. Well, thank you, mystery message, man. Thank you, message retracted. Uh, Alto on a plane right now heading to, to L.A. Freaking the F out. Any tips to keep my cool? Take a nap. Close your eyes. Take a nap. So Alto's in the Bay Area, isn't he? Yeah. So he's just going to L.A. He should yeah, be there by flight. now. That's yeah, like a short flight. That's, when like was that? Flight. When was that? So he's already on a, the, the descent at this um, point. About 40 minutes ago. 12, 19. Yeah, you're already there, dude. You're basically there. Fear and loathing NYC. Friendos high as F. Uh, WTC survivor here. Would, uh, wow. What would a taker Matt chat question sound like? Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, <laughs> hello, Stephen Larson. Mark here with another Matt Chat question from the depths of hell. Uh, when, when I my dog is getting old, and uh, I'm thinking of you know he's on his last leg, I'm thinking of putting him down like a dog. How should I do it via Tombstone Pile Driver or like an in-home vet coming in to administer a very peaceful, uh, uh, you know, uh, cocktail of drugs to put my dog down like a dog? If he didn't say like a dog, I'm going crazy. We'll see if anybody in, in here in chat mentions anything. Uh, Fear and loathing NYC, Kevin Owens seems like he has to walk slower than the heel locker room just to not identify him being on Braun's side. <laughs> kind of sneak in in the back. Tom uh, Fox, Braun didn't need the briefcase for a story. He never needed the briefcase. Nope. nope. Didn't make any sense. Nope. Fear and loathing NYC, Taker doing wrestler's court on trial or the riot squad for trashing locker rooms. All right, girls, here's the deal. We have these contracts with the, the managers of these buildings. You can't just go in spray painting all your crazy satanic symbols on the walls of these locker rooms. You can rest in peace. What's the fine? Oh, it's like, you know, it's a, it's 20 chicken McNuggets for each wrestler affected. Wrestler court adjourned. There you go. Jonathan, does old man Foley take a cage pup? No. <laughs> no. He can no. barely walk out to the ring. I know, oh, man. he must hurt every day. I know. Um, Violet221, if the members of the Dogs of War were each a breed of dog, what would they be? Um, I feel like Dolph would be something like a Pomeranian. Yeah, I was going to say that. I yeah, was going to say a Pom for Dolph. Well, Drew, Drew the like manly. Like a Scottish wolfhound. Scott, what does that look like? I think it's a giant dog. It might be the largest dog. Well, that's going to be Braun as the largest I know. dog. I, I'm thinking like or no. Irish Wolfhound. Sorry, Irish Wolfhound. So with with Drew, I'm gonna go fictional with the Dire Wolf okay. from freaking the Game of Thrones. That's good because it's majestic. I think there's some sort of magical element to it. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. Yeah, because he's a beautiful man. And Bronby, whatever the the largest, meanest dog is. Uh, well, largest. I mean, Bron kind of largest is. I think it's Irish Wolfhound, not Scottish, but I'll... Irish Wolfhound. I'm gonna take a look at this thing. <laughs> That is not bro. Bronze more of a mastiff, but like a mean mastiff. Yeah, I know. Most of the large dogs are. Because look at mean. this massive dog right here with oh human. Gosh. Wow, that is big. That is a massive, massive creature. 
That's more. That's more like Big Show. By oh, we forgot to mention the whole Connor oh, yeah. Spear thing. I just I wanted to cry. I know me through too. The whole thing. Me too. Like better, you know. It's I think it's so great what they're doing with those little kids, but it, it chokes me up seriously. I can't I can't deal with that stuff, man. Oh boy, I can't deal with that stuff. So I yeah. guess I guess Bronky to be like a Rottweiler. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Dolph's like a little chirping dog. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jonathan, absent-minded, crazy Steve for president, twenty twenty. Better than we have now. Wade Howitson, WWE should film like Game of Thrones, one part of the story each week. Oh, that'd get complicated. The real Rich Hardesty. Could it be that Two Hundred Five Live is going to fold and they're transitioning the cruiserweight talent to new roles? Is it going to fold? And that's a good question. I doubt it. It'd be cool if it folded, and then like we can review something else on the Thursday show along with NXT, like Ring of Honor TV. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. You okay there? What's going yeah, it's on? Got an itch. Got a little itch. Uh, Alto still in the air, flying from Orlando. Oh man! Ooh That's yeah. That's a long flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, it's not the day. <laughs> now you make me feel bad again. You should feel bad. I'm trying to make people forget uh, about the ills. One ninety nine. Message retracted. Daniel Morris, I can't evac. I'm part of the emergency services. Mandated overtime. Time to break out the boats. Well, still be safe. God bless you, Daniel yes. Morris, and yes. be safe, be my safe, friendo. Please. Anyways, we got some Patreon questions here. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, great question, Alex Forster. What other random things should cruiserweights do on Raw? What should uh, I like TJP? What should he do on Raw? Mm. He should just show up. He's been saying for a while that he's he's better than the competition on 205 Live. He just show up on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I'm curious if they're going to do this on SmackDown with anybody. I know. You know? I know. Any 205 Live call-ups on SmackDown. Well, I mean, because was it you that mentioned that Triple H said something, or you heard something about 205 Live maybe getting folded into NXT? Yeah. So maybe they're kind of taking the cream of the crop from 205 Live, bringing it up to the main rosters, and then anybody that still might need some work in some capacity developmental building character whatnot goes to nxt yeah it could be Don't why know. yeah i wonder because two of them man the ratings have not been great for two it is so all over the map sometimes it's like completely like number 14 it's weird. sometimes it comes in at like number four or five or whatever uh horton here's a new writer when was a time that a superstar really impressed you the first time seeing them and when was a time you were excited to see someone and they didn't impress you uh horton was really impressed by killer kelly and wasn't impressed by keith lee uh, probably when I saw Leo Rush against Ricochet at PWG for yeah. the first time, I had seen Leo Rush ever since then. I've been a, like a mark for him big time. Oh yeah. He's great. Someone who hasn't impressed you though. Somebody who has not impressed the me. The first time you saw them. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'll say this. Go ahead. But my, my, uh, my opinion was immediately changed later the same evening. The Kevin Owens first match in NXT against CJ Parker. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, I was impressed because he obviously broke his nose halfway through the match and continued. But I was like, all right, I mean, he's decent, but I don't see what the deal is about. Mm-hmm. And then he turned on Sammy later the night and showed his his mean side. I was like, oh wow, all right, now I get it. I'll say this: for as much hype as he came in with, being like apparently a really like super duper guy in NXT. Like I'm a Bo Dallas fan, yeah. right? Yeah. But when I first saw him, when he had a couple little runs, a little stint on main roster for a second, I was like, okay, well, this guy could be cool, I guess. 
but I didn't really understand the hype behind him. I mean, I still don't think the guy could be like a main event player necessarily. I think maybe he had the potential, but I just, you know, for being as, as you know, I, I was barely, if even watching NXT mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really get the hype. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, he's their champion. Cool. Let's see what he can do. Okay. He's a wrestler. Cool. Yeah. Well, like Kevin Owens at the time, I was not familiar with his indie work at all. Yeah. So basically one match. Sure, yeah. That opened a, a takeover card. Yeah, no, I feel you. Uh, Steve Klein, what would be the most WWE finish that could happen at Hell in a Cell between Braun and Roman? Get this. Roman spears Braun outside of the cage. Since Roman's feet hits first, he is the winner. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, something lame. You know, it's like the most WWE, yeah, the most WWE finish is uh, Superman punch spear one two three. That's, yeah, and that's it. That's I know. it. You know? W S Fletcher Braun is a Newfoundland. Drew is a Leon Burger. I've Leon. Of, I've heard of a Newfoundland. I'm gonna look up Leon Burger. Uh, yeah. Jonathan says Saint Bronard, like a Saint Bernard. Okay, that's good too. Oh, that's a majestic looking creature. Who's supposed to be this? Drew? Yeah. This is not a manly looking dog, though. It's a huge dog, though. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, it's big, but it also looks kind of like lumbering. Yeah. I mean, maybe for Braun. What did he say Braun was? A Newfoundland. Newfoundland dog. <laughs> Again, just... <laughs> oh, look at his face. I want to kiss the face. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love it. My goodness. Look at that. Look at that lucky baby right there. Just wow. between two Newfoundlands. Um, AJ Styles contractor, power rank five mid-carters that should come out for Universal Open Challenge. One through five is Kurt Hawkins. Name, I'm sorry, name what now? Power rank five wrestlers who can come out for the Universal Title Open Challenge. Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins, and Kurt Hawkins. Oh, and then he wins? Yeah. Beats Roman for the Universal Title after losing 250 or 300 matches. Like, I know that WWE doesn't book logically, but that's, like, so far outside the realm of logic. I know. Uh, I mean, Aleister Black, when he gets better. I suppose. Does the Nosferatu entrance? It'd be great. But wouldn't everybody see it, like, during the commercial break? <laughs> like, he goes out there and gets oh, I know. bed. I know. He's just waiting there. I've always been curious about that. Have we Have we seen him live? Yeah. His, we saw his debut match live at Orlando. Take over Orlando. Okay, but we didn't read like if you don't know in advance that he's yeah. gonna show up on a bed. And then we saw him at the house show here, but I don't think he did that entrance. I think no, he didn't as a house brought show. The, the fog machine. Yeah, uh, I think it's the only two. You think he's gonna do the bed entrance when he uh, debuts on Maine? He should should right. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty neat. Although sometimes he sort of stumbles off it. That can't be a natural thing to do. Is right as the apparatus that is apex, you kind of have to leap off. It's like learning how to ride an escalator again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stumbling off one of those elevator or uh, airport, you know, runways. That yeah, move. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Wayne Maker says, "I'm here. Let's get this party started." Wayne. I mean, it's time to end the show. Ages ago, man. We're an hour eight minutes We're, deep. Yeah, show's some, just over. Let's do some play per view, man. Oh yeah, we gotta do that. What are we gonna do? Hell in a Cell. Sure. Do, we do Hell in a Cell. No, maybe. We didn't. We did. Don't remember. We didn't and we did. We did and we did. Oh, we did uh, non Hell in the Cell pay per views, I think. Hell in Where they had. Cell. Oh, my gosh. Wankos. I was going to go to Hell in a Cell 2016. <laughs> go two years ago. Pretty sure you watched that one. Well, I know we did. I just want to see. I want to see, like, uh, this is stuff I'd remember. Oh, yeah. Those are all. Pff. 
freaking easy. I'll go to 2013. Hell, hell in a cell. 2010. Um, Quiet Wyatt says, look up the Tibetan Mastiff. Uh, all right, I'll do that after the show's done. Uh, 2013, show. I have nine matches. I've got 2010, I've got set, seven matches. Seven matches. All right, I'll get rid of two. All right. Uh, first, Fandango and Summer Rae versus the Great Kali and Natalia. Fandango. Yeah. All right. Uh, tag team match. Uh, we had, let's see here. Oh, that's interesting. Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, and Cody took on Goldust, Kofi Kingston, and R-Truth. Uh, team Cody. Uh, no. That's interesting. That Drew and Dolph like, were a thing. They were called the shows. Hmm. Really? That's weird. This is 2010. That's interesting. Guess there's history there. Uh, next, a singles match for the U.S. Championship. The champion, Dean Ambrose, versus the challenger, Big E. Langston. Uh, uh, Dean. No. Really? Big E won that? By count out. Oh, God. All right. Submissions count anywhere match for the United States Championship. The champion, Daniel Bryan, versus the challengers, John Morrison and The Miz. I'll go with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. You are correct. Next, a two-on-one handicap Hell in the Cell match. Paul Heyman and Ryback versus CM Punk. Oh, I remember that. Uh, I think Paul Heyman and Ryback won that. No, CM Punk won that. Oh, did they? Yep. Did he? All right. He did. Uh, Singles match. See, I'm telling you, I'm going crazy. I don't remember that. Singles match. Jack Thwagger versus Edge. I think Edge would have to go over. Is that your final answer? Jack Swagger. Edge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, tag team match the real Americans who of course were Cesaro and Jack Swagger Swagger taking on Los Matadores oh pfft, the Americans no 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 oh man that brief 10 minute span when they pushed Los Matadores singles match uh, uh, John Cena versus Wade Barrett Oh, John Cena. No, man. This is Wade Barrett because John Cena had to join Nexus. Oh, that's right. You've got to join Nexus if you lose. Next, uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship, champion Alberto Del Rio versus John Cena. Oh, uh, what is this for? World Heavyweight Championship. Who was the champion? Del Rio. What year was this? 2013. Oh, shit. Who Del uh, Rio? Del Rio retained? No. John Cena won it from him? Really? Yeah. Boy, yeah. God. We're not doing very well. <laughs> I know. What do you, how many do you have? One? One. Me too. Singles match for the WWE Divas Championship. The champion, Michelle McCool, took on Natalia. Uh, McCool retained. Yes, she did retain. But disqualification. Oh. Do I get Nata- that no? Natalia won. Yeah, you get it. She retained. All right, that's so because look, that's a cop out for me too. I'll always yeah. say retained. Yeah. Uh, next for the WWE Divas Championship, the challenger Brie Bella versus the champion AJ Lee. Thank you for not saying the thing that I do not like to have said. Well, she didn't use that back then. Oh, that's good. Still, Brie Bella. Okay, wait. Who uh, Brie versus who? AJ Lee. Who was the champion? AJ Lee. Uh, AJ Lee won. Uh huh. Okay. We're all tied up. Going into the last round. Hell in a Cell match for the World Heavyweight Championship. 
the challenger, my brother, Kane, who is yeah. now mayor of Knox County. Yes, I'm aware. Versus the Undertaker. I guess Undertaker. Uh, no, oh, Kane wow. won. Wow. Next, uh, Hell in a Cell match for WWE Championship. Shawn Michaels, special guest referee, Randall Orton versus Daniel Bryan. Okay, Randy Orton versus Daniel Bryan, HBK special guest referee. Hell in a Cell, too. Hell in a Cell. What was on the line? Uh, WWE title. Who walked in as WWE No champion? one did. Nobody did. Randall Orton won. Yeah. Okay. I got three. I got two. You got two. I win by one. That was a difficult episode of play per view. It really was. For both of us. Anyways, uh, patrons. Oh, we got more, we got more super what? chats. Omar oh. and Jonathan. Drew is a Kane Corso. You guys are going way too deep in this dogs thing, man. Yeah, man. They're the dogs of war, not literal dogs. Anyways, that's it for the show. I, you think that's real or not? I don't know. That's somebody, somebody leaked an ev- the the card for Evolution. That is a fourteen match card. That's a lot. That's too many cards. But you never know. Yeah, I mean, some of it seems obvious. But who knows? Who cares? Anyways, that's it for show. Patrons, $5 and up. Stay tuned. We've got a great post-show, yay or nay. I think we're going to watch part two of that Adam Mayhem match in Korea. Awesome. Where he successfully defended the H title. Uh, and, uh, oh, no, wait, no. I think today we're going to do chat trivia. Because I'm not going to be here for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we chat do trivia. chat trivia today. So I'll be drawing a prize for somebody. I'll be drawing a picture for somebody. Sounds good. So check that out. Hilton, can we please get some music here in this thing? Yes, please. please thank you, thank Hilton. You. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Tell all your friends, share us, like us, subscribe, all that crap. Until uh-huh. next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.